Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk About It. I'm Elena, and I want to share with you a very, very important topic that has been extremely relevant in my life, and that is self-worth, particularly self-worth in relationships, how self-worth has affected my relationship with myself, how self-worth has affected the relationships I currently have in my life, the people I sought after, and also the people that I allowed to stay in my life. I didn't understand how large of a role self-worth really has in each of our individual lives. And I know this is the first episode, I'm kind of jumping right into it, but there's no holding back here, okay? (laughs) No holding back. There was this amazing quote that I want to start off with, and I want you to really pay attention. This is a quote that I found. I cannot find who said this quote. But the quote goes, how much you appreciate yourself is visible in who you choose for yourself. The people who you allow to get close to you shows how much you believe you are worth. And just because you do it by choice doesn't mean they are the people you deserve. Know your worth. I mean, how powerful is that quote? My favorite part of that quote is the people who you allow to get close to you shows how much you believe you are worth. And this one, this part of the quote really hit for me because when I read this quote, I was in a very pivotal part pivotal point in my life where there were a lot of changes happening a lot of big changes about my life and my identity who I was my past environment going into a new environment having to leave that environment and becoming the person that I guess I was meant to be or the better version of myself or getting closer to my higher self But when I was reading this quote and everything was happening all at once, these big changes, I was looking at my circle of people, the people who I really, really identified with. And I was looking at how I felt with each and every person that I considered was a person in my circle, a person in my life, someone who was important to me, how how the relationship really was going in a third person perspective. And a lot of those people I hadn't realized were the people that actually weighed me down. These people were beyond unsupportive, saw the worst in me, constantly criticized me. And then I asked myself, why am I allowing this to happen? I am allowing these people in my space. Why? And I really had to dig deep and ask myself, why am I allowing these behaviors to happen? Why am I allowing these people to stay in my life? Why am I giving them so much access to me? Knowing that I work extremely hard in relationships and provide loyalty and love and open communication, but I wasn't getting that bare minimum back. And I realized it's because I felt as if I deserved that. I really had to dig deep and do a little bit of research as to what self-worth really is. So let's quickly define self-worth. Self-worth is a sense of knowing you are good enough and worthy of love and belonging, which stems from your personal beliefs 
which are built through the thoughts you allow to stay. So let me give you an example of self-worth. You borrowed a book from someone and you accidentally spilled your coffee while reading it. Your thoughts in that moment might say something like, oh, I'm so stupid or I'm so clumsy or this person, he or she will probably hate me. These thoughts will probably arise. And those who have high self-worth, those who really understand self-worth, will recognize that they have damaged something of another person's and try to fix it by owning up to it and maybe buying them another book. Your high self-worth mentality is wired to accept responsibility, but to also not beat yourself up for the accident by allowing these negative thoughts to consume your mind because you understand that people mess up and things happen. So the difference is you're not allowing those initial thoughts to stay. And maybe over time while you're working on your self-worth, maybe those thoughts won't be as loud or maybe not even existing. You don't label yourself as a bad person or stupid, but someone who had just accidentally spilled coffee on a book that you borrowed and you move forward without carrying the negative labels with you. If we allow these negative labels to stick around too long and build up too much, those thoughts will develop to strong beliefs relating to unworthiness, self-loathing, and those can lead to a lack of confidence, boundaries, etc. I realize so many of us walk around carrying like a little whip of some sort and we just hit ourselves with it every time we make a mistake or do something embarrassing. And my favorite one is if we don't have certain things or don't naturally have certain characteristics we admire from others, we feel inferior and like build walls or hide ourselves away. Life events they happen. Trauma exists and so do unrealistic social standards. We will upset people along the way and if we let those things get in our heads and taint our self-worth, you will see it affect many aspects of your life. Your beliefs can shape your self-worth and it's the root of many good and many bad things in your life. I know that was already a lot, but it is the new year. Self-improvement, self-love, they're just such large topics. I'm so impressed with our generation because mental health has been, mental health awareness has just been on the rise. And I'm so incredibly proud of our generation for really putting a spotlight on people's mental health. So let me tell you a little bit about my experience with self-worth. Over the years, I've allowed myself to believe that working hard, having certain things, and always helping people is the only thing that makes me lovable. Which only then if I had those things intact, the whole working hard and having the things and helping people, only then if I had that intact, only then am I a worthy person, worthy of love, worthy of respect worthy of any attention. Only then maybe people would actually stay in my life or like me. This belief has affected individuals who I sought for and kept in my life. So this includes people who only saw my value 
if I served them in some way or needed me for certain material things or if I made them look good in some way. My belief literally attracted people who served this law of attraction at its finest. So I started to notice that when I couldn't serve people anymore, maybe because I was just getting burnt out or maybe some certain times in my life I didn't have these external things to offer people, it would make me feel so inferior because that was the only value I felt like I could give to others to like me. And slowly but surely, I'd begin to break apart my boundaries just to please people. I sought after and allowed friends in my life, relationships that would constantly disrespect me, constantly expect me to break my boundaries to please them because I just lacked self-worth. I lacked the knowledge of how worthy I really am to stick to my boundaries, to love myself for, you know, not just external things. I compromised certain boundaries to give these things to others, to make myself feel lovable, all because I didn't understand that self-worth goes far beyond that. Self-worth affects many aspects of our lives, what we believe we deserve and who we believe belongs in our lives. So if you want to have the best for your life, you have to understand you deserve the best and work for it. Keywords work for it because it does take work. It takes a lot of inner work. It takes a lot of action. It takes a lot of reprogramming. And understanding self-worth is a process that requires time and effort and trial and error to remove and replace new self-serving, self-serving beliefs in order to gain a higher sense of self-worth. I did not realize that I was experiencing low self-worth for the longest time until my brother, a few months ago, told me that I was putting people on a pedestal because I had low self-worth, because I didn't see how valuable I really am. I didn't see certain parts of myself that are extremely valuable. And when I started to think about self-worth, I'm like, man, my gosh, I'm so insecure. Why don't I see the value in myself? I would tell myself before, oh, I love myself. I love myself. I value myself. And to an extent I did, but I only could love myself to the capacity of how I knew to love myself. Me having low self-worth really affected the relationships that I had. I knew deep down I was unfulfilled with a lot of relationships. I just did not know why. It's because I had low self-worth and I sought after people who would take advantage of that. Understanding my self-worth did a complete 180 for the people in my life. And again, the relationships that you have in your life can heavily define the joy, the happiness, the amazing experiences that you have in your life. It can really be such a major contributing factor of your life journey. I felt like there was always this little missing piece. And when this clicked in my brain, thank you to my brother, when he introduced this to me, the low self-worth scenario, I was like, this is the best thing. I'm so grateful that I'm seeing how insecure I really am in some aspects of my life. Because low self-worth is an insecurity. You're insecure that you don't feel secure with yourself. You don't feel confident enough with just who you are. 
So this whole thing led me to the question of how do I gain a higher sense of self-worth? So I felt this lack of fulfilling relationships in my life. And I really wanted to change that. In order for me to fill this fulfillment in the relationships that I have in my life, because the old relationships, they really made me feel so unseen, misunderstood, stressed a lot of the times. So how do I close this gap finally? I, I realized that my self-worth was affecting my relationships and I wanted to fill this gap. I wanted to no longer feel so stressed and to feel so unseen and to feel constantly judged in my relationships. I noticed that in order to have great relationships with others, you have to have a great relationship with yourself first. So the first tip is get to know yourself deeply. Second, get to know others deeply. This is how I was able to break out of this negative belief of only being worthy of people's love and attention and respect if I do things or give them things in the first place. So I want to talk about the most effective ways I found to really get to know yourself and others deeply and take notes if you're listening. Take mental notes if you're driving. So the first is to keep track of your thoughts and how they make you feel. Write it down or take mental notes in both solo, no distraction environments, and social environments. Interview yourself in all scenarios constantly in different environments. The second is research. Man, this is... Ugh, research is such an uncommon tip, but research about self-worth and see what concepts that surround it resonate with you and that you think would serve you best. There are so many resources out there for us to do this research. The third is to spend time with people who you've been spending time with and spend time with new people, even new groups or people who you wouldn't normally spend time with and pay attention to not only the thoughts, but also what you're both talking about the exchange in the conversation. Ask yourself if the conversation even sits well with you and then ask yourself why. Again, it's a process of constantly interviewing yourself, putting yourself in different scenarios that involve other people. Four, do things differently. This means try new things. Say no to old ways of doing things and yes to new ways of doing things and see how it can be more beneficial to you. Trying new ways of doing things will probably feel very uncomfortable at first, but a little discomfort could just be what you need to realize a better way of being. By getting to know yourself better, you get to understand people better. By understanding others better, you get to understand yourself better. A self-worth journey is exactly a journey. It's not going to take overnight it's trying different things. It's trying new ways of doing things. It's getting to know yourself and adjusting little parts of you that will serve you better. And for me, the goal was to have more fulfilling relationships, but that wasn't going to change if I didn't change things internally for myself. Mainly it was self-worth. It was how valuable I saw myself. And it goes back to the quote, 
that I shared with you earlier, that one sentence, the people who you allow to get close to you shows how much you believe you are worth. And when I started to do my self-worth journey, that drastically improved all of my relationships. The strongest, most loving, most open relationships that I have became my family, became my priority. And everyone who didn't do that for me, who put me down, who disrespected me, they no longer have the access to me. So when I realized this all, I noticed that my boundaries became stronger. I became stronger. I became happier and more joyful than I have ever been with myself and my entire life and the current relationships I value most too. When I figured out my true value, which goes so deep, I only seek for relationships that have more genuine love. And yes, when I did this, my circle did become smaller, but it also became more valuable. And that was extremely fulfilling and meaningful to me, which made my life even more meaningful. Do not settle for people who always want to take from you, leaving you burnt out with nothing and them being completely okay with that. And once you can't give any more, they're no longer there. The quality of people in your life will determine the quality of your life and your beliefs. And by allowing people to treat you in hurtful ways, it'll only solidify your belief of unworthiness even more. You are worthy of loving, respectful, fulfilling, and genuine relationships. You just have to have certain beliefs to help get you there. You just have to see your worth. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed and I will talk to you in the next one.